Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode number 113, Era of You. You can check me out wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Google, you name it. Also look at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. Now put in your earbuds and let's take a ride together. If you're just new to listening to me, welcome. And if you've been a loyal listener, this is season number four. Yep, starting my fourth year of Wide Open Spaces with Elise. So thank you so much to those of you who are listening to me all over the world, which is exciting to say. And if you're new, welcome. And please check me out at Instagram and Facebook and leave me messages if you've listened to this podcast or go to my website and you can leave me messages there. And I also have a blog on my website. If for some reason you're unable to take the time to listen to the podcast, there's the blog, which kind of correlates with the podcast that I'm doing each week. Blog usually comes out before podcast. So if you're out and about and you can't put in those earbuds to listen to me, you can also read and then eventually listen to the correlating podcast. Okay, the era of you. That's the title of this podcast. So let's start out with era. Era's tour, Taylor Swift, sound familiar? Yes, Taylor Swift is started her first tour, live concerts. Everybody's getting back into it after the pandemic. We missed all of our favorite artists and they created some great music over those time periods when they were also stuck at home and she's on her Eras tour. And so many people got tickets to go see her and I see it posted all over Facebook. The kids go and getting all dressed up, even the adults in their favorite Taylor Swift fashion and seeing all the posts from little snippets from her concert. You see it all over the news all the time. Guess what? I couldn't get a ticket. I was one of those people who was in line waiting to get my, when I put my special number in, when it was up, my code, and it crashed. And I was one of those people who never got to get a ticket. And besides me being disappointed, my one child was really disappointed. Both my girls are huge Taylor Swift fans, but my youngest really wanted to go. And I began searching different states. But then when I put in the price of the tickets that people were reselling, which were outrageously priced, the airfare, the hotel, it became a small vacation just to go see Taylor Swift. So unfortunately, the Eras tour will not be something that's on our agenda. Do I sound a little frustrated and sour? I am. I am a little sour. But I have seen her in concert before, so hopefully next time I will get to see her. But Eras tour kind of got me thinking. I love her music. That will never change. It is what it is that I couldn't go. But I still get to listen to her on Spotify and, and iHeartRadio and Amazon Prime, and I still enjoy her music and the lyrics. And we all know that her lyrics are about different things that happen in her life. And so Era's tour got me thinking about the word era 
itself, breaking it down, taking it away from Taylor Swift and the name of her tour and just what the word era means. So let me pull it up. According to Siri, it's a date or event marking the beginning of a new and distinct period of time. It's a mid-17th century from the Latin A-E-R-A era, denoting a number used as a basis of reckoning and epic from which time is reckoned. So it's basically a date or an event that marks the beginning of something new, a distinct time in your life. Thank you, Siri. And so that's what her Eras tour is. And so I titled this Era of You because obviously my podcast is about you and why you're here listening to me, listening to my knowledge, my personal experiences, things that happened to me personally that you may be able to relate to. And so I figured it's a new season, season number four, and a new era for Wide Open Spaces with Elise. And it's a new era for just Elise because I'm going to become an empty nester this August. So that new date, that new mark in time will be starting for me in August. And so a new era for myself. Now, when we think of our lives a lot of times, we break it down into like, let's look at it as chapters, like chapters of a book. The first chapter, childhood. Check it, second chapter, teenage years. And then maybe it goes into college. And then the next chapter may be your first job, your first love, marriage, having your children. You get the gist, right? A new job, things that are monumental, things that create a new era in your life, a new chapter. And we think about those in our file system, in our brain, almost as if they are chapters in a book. And you'll hear people say, I'm about to start a new chapter of my life. I think compartmentalizing stages and dates is very helpful to people, especially if it is traumatic, putting it into a box, a time period, a chapter, an era helps people to visually move on from that trauma and cope with that trauma. Obviously, the trauma is always with you, but creating a new chapter, being able to compartmentalize it and move on with your life, coping with it, it's, it's really a nice concrete way of marking a period, traumatic or non-traumatic, happy or sad, as a chapter. And you can also mark it as an era. And that's why this is the era of you and how you are going to move on from a new point in your life. It can just be starting anew with you. The era of you. Working on you. The self-care. The self-motivation. Helping yourself with your mental health and your physical health and your interpersonal relationships. That can all be a new era of you. Maybe you're listening to this podcast and it just happens to be ironic that you are starting a new something in your life. How perfect would it be to say it's an era of you? It's a distinct marked period from what, which you will see growth, work, sadness, happiness. 
but you'll always be able to look back at that era when a new era starts. And it's kind of exciting to think about. If you just look at your life as a stream, an endless stream of happens and things that are going on, I don't think that you're really taking life in. But if you look at your life in segments and go back to those segments when you want to reminisce or to see how far you've come or to see if you've fallen backwards and you and you really need to work on yourself. It's great to be able to look on these different eras of your life to help you grow and to learn things about yourself, to see yourself in a different light. I know when I look back at who I was as a teenager and my thoughts, it's nice to reminisce. It also gives you insight to patterns you may see in yourself now, things that have happened to you and why you may act certain ways. You may react to a certain thing and you're not really sure why whenever something like that happens, you react. But when we go back and we look at these chapters or eras of our life, sometimes the insight comes from compartmentalizing them that way. So let's look at the era of you and how can you start this new era? Now, it doesn't have to be that something monumental is happening in your life. Remember, you can just start from today, committing to yourself a new era of taking care of you. Yes, you. No matter how many children you have, no matter how many classes you have in high school or college, no matter how intense your job may be and all-consuming of your time, you still need to take care of you. So if there is nothing monumental like you just graduated high school and you're going to be starting college soon, it can just be making a commitment to yourself on how you're going to improve, self-motivate, self-care yourself. Just yourself, set apart from others. So I'm going to give you a starting point on how you can start to formulate this new era of your life. And there's really a lot of um, excitement in this of creating this new era for yourself. Okay, so your first step is really to sit with yourself for some time. I know that can be uncomfortable, sitting with yourself. Nobody else around quiet, pick a nice environment that's pleasing to your senses and sit with yourself for a while to think about how you want to start this new chapter in your life. <clears throat> think about what direction you want to move in. It could be goals unaccomplished. It could be a life, monumental life thing happening that's about to go on in your life. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so I want you to sit with yourself and I know you might get uncomfortable and I want you to fight it and be with yourself and your thoughts for a little bit. And in this time of all these random thoughts coming to you, maybe you need to jot them down, pull out your smartphone. For me, I have fleeting thoughts. Um, since my hysterectomy, I have like this brain foggy thing where I have this great idea and then I might go, okay, an hour later, what was that idea? 
So I need to memorialize it into my smartphone. So you can do that while you're sitting with yourself. Just kind of random thoughts. You, you never know where they can take you when you look back at them like a day later when you're feeling refreshed. And you never know what kind of thoughts or ideas that come to you that really may help you to move yourself forward. So if you're like me and you don't have the greatest memory, memorialize it while you're sitting there, jot down little ideas. For example, like when I have a idea of a podcast, if I don't write it down, it's gone because something might have triggered a thought in my environment. And when that's not there anymore, I just can't seem to pull it up. So if that's what you need to do, go ahead and do that. So now you've sat with yourself. You've given yourself time to think, and, and maybe it needs to be more than one event that you do this. Maybe it's, it's hard for you to wind down, and maybe you need to do this a few times before you can really start to move into the new era of you. But once you've sat there with yourself, I want you to give a title to this new era. It's your own personal title. It should be something that is extremely meaningful, hopefully motivating, because you're going to use this title when you start to see or feel yourself slip back a little bit. It's going to be like a mantra to yourself. And you'll repeat this title to yourself when you find yourself struggling in the new era of you or when you find just you're coming to a roadblock and you want to just give up. This title that you create for this new chapter of your life will also become a motivating mantra for yourself. Okay, so you've got a title. Now, typically when you've been in school, if you've had to write a research paper or for people who are authors and write books, they create an outline for themselves. And the outline gives you just the parameters of how you're going to write your book or your paper with your opening statements and what your idea is and under each important chapter, what areas you will cover. I want you to take some time with this. Yes, this is not a one-nighter activity that I'm giving you to do. This is something that should take some time because you're creating a new chapter in your life, a chapter of you. And so it should take some time and you should go back and look at the outline after you make it and you can edit it a little bit. And obviously the outline should be open-ended. Usually you have a conclusion in an outline, but in your outline, you'll leave it open-ended because at this time you don't really know where this era of you is going to take you. And eventually you'll have this as a hard copy and when a new era does start in your life, you'll be able to add that conclusion of that chapter to wrap up that era. And it could be an era that lasts a year. It could be 10 years. But you'll always have it memorialized for yourself. Now, I know creating outlines, maybe it feels like work. But isn't taking care of yourself work? You got to put in that elbow grease. You got to work it. Things don't just happen in life. Yes, people sometimes have lucky things happen to them or good events happen to them without any of their effort put into it. 
But the majority of the days and the minutes that's spent in our life are based on what our effort is and what we put into it. And you have to decide how much do you want to put into this era of you? Or maybe you're in an era that you've been struggling and maybe you need to tie it up or maybe you need to leave it open-ended and move on with a new era. Sometimes things just can't be solved or wrapped up in a pretty little bow. Sometimes we just have to walk away. Example, toxic people. There are people in your life that you may love tremendously, but they're extremely toxic. And so your chapter with that person may have to be open-ended. That outline may not have an ultimate conclusion. And that's okay. I don't want you to get caught up in it has to be wrapped up in a nice little bow when this era of you, this particular era that you're starting today does come to an end. An end whether it is all complete and finished and you're moving on or an end that is just not healthy to keep in your life anymore. And so there needs to be a lot of thought put into your title and your outline. And once you do write the outline, I want you to wait a few days and then go back to it and then edit it if you feel like you needed to edit after you've let these thoughts kind of sit with you for a little bit. And we like to get things done quickly and especially if you live in the United States. When I go to Europe, I love to see how you go to sit at a restaurant and the meal is very slow and you kind of get frustrated as a U.S. citizen because you're used to fast, but if you really get into it, you understand why they're doing things slowly. And so I want you to slow down a little bit and use that European mentality and slow it down and go back to things. And we don't need to just say, okay, this is all I have today is to do it. No, go back, let it sink in, let it marinate with inside of yourself so that when you start moving into the steps, into your outline of your new era, you'll feel good with it. It will be something that you just didn't jot down and haphazardly started. It will be something that you put the time into. And when you put the time into something, people tend to be more invested. Invested in the people in their life and their work and their things that surround them and more invested in themselves. And so the next part, you've got a title and you've got an outline. Well, if you know me, you got to have a dang old theme song. Yep. Everybody should have their own theme song. I've done podcasts on it. Each year I tell you what my new theme song is. This year I'm not ready to move on just quite yet. It's been about a year that I've had this theme song, but I'm not quite ready to let go of it just yet. It's All I Know So Far by Pink. You know I'm a pink lover and that's my theme song. It just spoke to me. You may have a song that you felt that is your theme song, but you've never titled it, that you've been listening to almost your whole life. And so that might be really easy for you to say, this is my theme song by whatever artist. For me, it changes because I'm ever evolving and changing. And so my theme song should change. Some I have a little longer than others and some are a little shorter than others, depending on what era of my life that I'm moving into the marked distinct time and changes that I'm moving into. And so that's my theme song. 
So I want you to take, if you're not this person who immediately says, this is my song, I got it. I got my theme song, Elise. Great. But if not, take some time. Listen to the artists that really touch you when you listen to them. Maybe artists that really bring out the emotions. For me, that's what about a theme song, excuse me, a theme song really is. It's the words. It's, it's you know, the way that the music is. And when an artist takes me on a ride that I feel that I can really relate to, that's where my theme song comes from. And so I want you to take some time, listen to some music, listen to some of your favorite songs. Or there's just a song that comes on the radio from an artist that's really not somebody you listen to, but whenever that song comes on, it just does something for you. It pulls you out of the blues. It makes you want to dance. It makes you feel good. It reminds you of the good things in your life. That's a great way to, to pick your own theme song. So now you've got your title, your outline, and your theme song. Now, you can also write your own theme song. If you happen to be somebody who likes to write poet poetry or lyrics or maybe just jot down your feelings and that can be your theme you want to give this era of you a start a good start on the right foot and so by taking some of these steps you're really putting the effort into it number one you're looking at it as on a global scale of yourself and what you want for your life. And you're breaking it down into steps. And when we break things down into steps, it gives us such a sense of control and power. We all want power, right? Not power necessarily to control people, power over ourselves. We don't want circumstances to dictate our life. We want to dictate our life. And by doing a task like this with creating a new era and creating your title and your outline and identifying your theme song, you're really using your power to take control of your life, to start to, no matter what circumstances are, Move your life in the direction that you've been wanting to for so long. Maybe you just couldn't because you were stuck. Maybe you were just so involved with your family that you just never took the time to look at yourself and your needs. Whatever it is, this is you taking the first step towards a new beginning. And there's excitement in that. And there's beauty in that. And there's a sense of freedom in that. We focus on ourselves last. Always. Don't tell me you don't. And if you focus on yourself too much, well then you're too far to the left. There needs to be a center mark. It's like when you see people who do yoga and they bring their two palms of their hands together and then rest it down over their heart. They're centering themselves. We center ourselves. If you can do that motion, bring your two palms together and bring it down over your heart. 
centering yourself, making this mark in your life of this day and this time of how you're going to create a new chapter, a new beginning, a new era. I hope you're feeling a little excited, as excited as all these people were going to Taylor Swift's concert, the era's concert. Because there was more to that. Because for all the people that got to go see her, it really represented a closing of an era, the era of COVID and all that that entailed and all the limitations that it put on our life. So not only is her music about her era, it's also about you. And even if you couldn't go, it marks a joyous occasion that we've put that era of pandemic and COVID-19 behind us. You may have experienced great loss during that time. I did. It was traumatic. You may have found out things about yourself because of the focus and the quiet of things you needed to work on. Or maybe you were able to focus more on your accomplishments or realize there was things that you've always wanted to do, but now that feeling like they're never going to happen because you're home and stuck at home, maybe now you have a new motivation to do that. So it's time to put that era behind us. Yes, do people still get COVID? Absolutely. But we're not in a pandemic anymore. And so her concert kind of represents that because everybody heard about the craziness of trying to get tickets for her. And I just think it just represented all of us being able to move on, even if you're not a Taylor Swift fan and you didn't get to go. It just shows that concerts are back. Life is back. A new normal, people still wear some masks and, you know, take care of themselves and we, you know, are more careful when we get sick and being around other people, but it represents this new era. So you're in the new era of you and it really sounds cool. The era of you sounds like power, sounds like something that really wants to motivate you. Sounds exciting. Share with me on Insta or Facebook, maybe your theme song that you've chosen. Send some lyrics to me. I would love that to see the direction that you're taking in this era of you. And of course, when I do decide to change my theme song, you know I will tell you and I'll tell you why. But right now I'm stuck with all I know is you. And you know what I do with that song? Every day I listen to it at least once. And I sing to it because singing brings out an inner joy. Even when you're going through trauma and difficult times, music just soothes the soul. I even have the song for my ringtone. So when I haven't gotten to listen to it yet during a day, somebody calls me and there's Pink. Sing, this is all I know so far. And really, the moment we're in in our life is all we know so far. And now you're on the precipice of a new era, the era of you. Thank you so much for joining me today at Wide Open Spaces with Elise. Remember, positive thoughts always create 
positive energy. Go out and explore all those wide open spaces in your world. And until next week, my friends, ciao.